It is said that wherever you are in the galaxy, if you've got one of the Galnet branded dishes somewhere on your ship, if you point it in just the right direction and twiddle your knob just a little, after enough twiddling, something marvellous happens. Of course, that's only if it's a Thursday, and only at around 8.30 in the evening, which, due to some archaic calendar management related to old Earth, varies a little depending on what season it is on Earth. But if you have, and you do, then you might just be lucky enough to hear the words... Our mics are live! Well, they would be, <coughs> if any buttons would. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's try that one. Seems. Good evening from a balmy hut and orbital. And for those of you who haven't got a script in front of you, um, we mean balmy as in sunny and warm and knotted hankies on our heads. Not the other kind. Though that's given by my start of this show so far, that's probably true as well. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and on this anniversary date, we'll be celebrating a lady whose tireless dedication to her duty is the stuff of legend. But that's enough about Flossie. We're also celebrating being British for a change. Only to be in vogue. Of course, Republicans. Uh, no, not the Merkin variety, the ones who... Don't believe in moistened ladies dispensing divine authority by lobbing scimitars to people from murky ponds, that kind. Um, they can just pretend it's an extra holiday that they just have to adhere to. Oh, the pain. As I said, I'm Rudolf Hucker, and I'll be enjoying this evening with a proper pint from a proper mug with a handle and everything, and sucking the froth off my upper lip. I'm Norma Snockers, and in true sunshiny British style, I've got a wide-brimmed hat and a pitcher of pims. I'm Hank Eyre, and my moustache and I are drinking something potent made from apples, and quaff from the bottle with one finger through the little hole, and the body slung over my forearm. And I'm on the Buckfast Tonic Wine. That explains why you got your script upside down. Oh, sorry, no, uh, I've not been drinking it. I'm standing on the case. Hiya! In true British style, Harry's attempting to burn some meat over some charcoal and Amelia's doing an impression of burned meat whilst holidaying in the far southwest, as is expected of all Brits when there's sunshine and a day off. She's attempting to go from rare to medium rare to well done, courtesy of that big ball of burning gas we orbit. So, with a pip-pip, and a three cheers, and a here's to you, ma'am. Yes, it rhymes with ham and spam and jam, but not smarm or harm. It's time for some headlines. A right royal carry-on. Gold Flinger. These boots were made for walking, but not yet. Infrastructure failures are us. And the community have been sending me pictures again.
Did you hear it? Did you hear it? I got that one right. Anyway, today is a holiday, which for a Thursday is unusual. But then again, so is tomorrow. No, no, not Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday, but it's also a holiday. But it's definitely not Thursday tomorrow. Alvin, always keen to celebrate anything regal, as it's a chance for him to wear a little crown and sit on an even comfier cushion than normal, has declared that he's celebrating today as the 1,355th anniversary of the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II. Of course, this means for anyone who can chart their heritage back to the ever-decreasing set of lands north of France that used to be United Kingdom, if you're in Hutton space... You're entitled to do as little work as possible for the day. The docking crews have put up bunting. There are pilots in the lounge who found a sun lamp and have rolled up their trouser legs, made some makeshift deck chairs and stuck knotted napkins on their heads. The bar keeps blasting out what used to be a national anthem, but the words have been lost to time and the crowd are singing something that's probably rude in place of the original words. Some enterprising person has put a bust on the end of the bar. Unfortunately, it appears to be of the wrong queen, as people keep shouting, You're not my mum! as they pass it, which is swiftly followed by a round of, Get out my pub! Of course, there's no special significance to the number 1355 in relation to the number of years since Queen Elizabeth II took the throne, but it's an excuse for all sorts of shenanigans. Floor mopping guy has organised the sanitation crew into a well-drilled parade guard. Mops over one shoulder and marching to the beat of a drum made from what looks like one of his mop buckets. We had no idea his voice was that loud, though. Our royal correspondent Cecil has been commentating on proceedings all day, or at least he started and then was promptly arrested for requiring... (coughs) Rewind. Or at least he started, and then was promptly arrested for referring to the Queen's jubblies after suffering with some double vision. The food has been excellent, which isn't really surprising as Hutton, much like the United Kingdom, doesn't have much that it can call original recipes. It prefers to pinch the best ones from everywhere else and make them far more tasty. Much to the chagrin of the Merkin people, apparently descendants of someone called Abe Lincoln, who still to this day believe that brown on a plate is standard British fare. Of course, the French, cordially, have joined in, but suggested that everything needs more garlic. The Germans have brought their worst, and most of the Commonwealth is still waiting on an apology. Anyway, it's a day off. Feel free to wave flags. Flags are important. Anyone for Tiffin? After the first exciting week of Going for Gold 3, Hutton's latest squadron exploration event, we are lying sixth in the squadron table with 646 million points and with the leaders a bit over 2 billion. No need to panic, as there are still seven weeks to go and the Uber explorers will be leaving it to the last possible minute, just in case they miss out on one or more Earth-like before rushing back to civilization to dump their data. Chuckers everywhere have been paying a visit to their local Universal Cartographics office, rummaging in their flight suits and dumping their carto loads, no matter how small. 23 truckers have now contributed for a total of... Drumroll? No? Where's Harry? Anyway, a shade under 1.3 billion credits or 646 million points. Oh, 
Why? Just why? Dead Meat GF has not only dumped his load, but also that of his alter egos, making up at least three of those 23. Our very own Mia Harkness is very, very sorry for leading the Going for Gold table, making up almost half of the Hutton total with 606 million credits submitted, followed by Happy Moon Monkey with 225 million and Afro Thos on 133 million. I know what you're thinking. The Hutton Helper results presenter is in the lead. Uh-uh. None of those shenanigans go on here. Well, not since the incident with that pre-recorded Buckyball Challenge sweepstake anyway. Where would Hutton News be without one of its staples? No, not the one that Harry Balzac put through both his thumbs last week, but a news staple of the one of the hanky clones does something else daft variety. Well, this week we weren't disappointed, so let's hear it in the clone's own words. After getting back from a short exploration trip, I decided to go to Coon to get my crate phantom engineered. I jumped into a white dwarf system and I thought, I know, I'll charge up my frameshift drive, which I managed perfectly. Then the wheels got a bit wobbly before they fell off and disaster struck. I turned to get clear of the star after charging my FSD, but hit the exclusion zone. However hard I tried, I couldn't stop my ship spinning out of control, sadly bringing my exploration ship to a fiery end and losing all my seven million data. So, Hanky, seven million. Just one or two systems, then. Never mind. The great thing about clones is if that one blows up, there are plenty more to take its place. Remember, folks, if you lose your ship you lose all your Carto data. So stay away from white dwarves, neutron stars and high G planets. It isn't too late if you want to still take part. All you have to do is have the Hutton Helper running. Download it from hot.forthemug.com. You need to be in the Hutton Squadron. That's H-U-T-T, as in Jabber the. And you'll need to sell your cartographic exploration data before 7am on Thursday, 24th of July, 3308. You have seven weeks left, so get out there and start scanning. If you're a little unsure of where to go and what to scan, Commander Chips will be along a little later with the second part of his four-part trilogy of tips and tricks. Have you been ignoring 70% of your exploration profits? You have? Oh dear. Confirmation has been received from the Pilots' Federation of a date regarding the plan, so for anyone who until recently, like me, did all the space stuff with their thumbs and two forefingers, the option of bringing their ship along to a station and chopping it in for one that is near identical, but can be flown with a big stick. Okay, some people fitted a big stick to their ships already, but weren't happy about not being able to visit the bar. Anyway, they've confirmed that from September, a reasonably short period of time, they'll offer a buyback option, giving these pilots a shiny new pilot's licence. Gone are the old paper ones that are a little bit worn along the creases and held together with sellotape. And in are the new laminated ones with magnetic swipe stripes, swipe stripes, swipe strips, that actually open the door in your ship and let you step outside. You wouldn't need a new test. There's no need to remember how to reverse park your asp and absolutely no chance you'll need to remember how to calculate stopping distances in the 10G world. Apparently, we can't bring fleet carriers. We have to sell those, or actually, 
we can sell those, then take the cash, then by the magic of a giant photocopier, keep the original money, but spend the new money on a fleet carrier or something. If, like me, people have already started out on foot, then we'll be sent back to the start. We won't pass go, we won't keep anything that we've already made, but we will collect the 200 billion credits that we used to have when we lived a sedentary life. They've said that this process will be quick, but haven't elaborated on how quick quick is. We suspect that quick isn't quick like a buckyball racer, and probably not as quick as a trip to Hutton, but maybe as quick as a rather unpopular CG, the kind that doesn't offer pre-engineered funky equipment, whether with or without the free added stuff. Huff. The pitchfork, the pitchfork, the pitchfork brigade have been out in force, demanding that this happen faster than three months' time. But the Violets Federation have reminded everyone that with the current paint shortages, as seen at the start of this week's PF broadcast when they lost the colour purple, coming up with enough paint for all your ships takes time. If last week were the week of anything goes, this week is notable by its lack of diverse adverse system states and is very much the week of infrastructure failures. Surely this is a situation created and profiteered from by big filter and big generator, but still, what is an honest pilot to do but ship in the stuff and let the poor guy sitting in the dark choking on staple air pay for it? No drought this week, though, so at least they aren't thirsty. But more on those stories coming up. Recovering from its recent infrastructure failure and with a system largely in conflict, Barnard Star finds itself on 32% and, as usual, is at the bottom of the Hutton systems table. An election between the also-rans will resolve itself by the weekend, so Barnard Star makes a great spot to dump that exploration data. The only system joining Barnard Star on the naughty step this week is Kakari, which has seen some influence churn over the week, leaving it on 39, and we'll keep an eye on that one. Making slow but steady progress, both Epsilons, Eridani and Indy have managed to drag themselves over the threshold of 40%. Avic's previous run of bad luck has returned after four weeks of relative calm, this time in the form of an infrastructure failure. Another similarly afflicted system is Wolf 359, which, unlike Avic, has large pads for you to bring in shiploads of water purifiers and power generators, just like you did for Narenses earlier in the week. We've expanded into the LHS 353 watt system and Alvin has decided, after a brief reconnaissance, that he likes the controlling player faction over there, so we're staying. They liked him too, showing their appreciation with lots of doggo treats and tubby rubs. Don't worry, he'll be back for more. Lots more. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems table, we have just five systems over 60%. Remember, don't boost or dump data into systems that are above 60%. Priorities this week are if you want to truck something, clear the infrastructure failures in Wolf 359 and in AVIC and boost Barnard Star. If you want to shoot something, win the entry war in LHS 3531. Remember, tummy rubs are at stake. Time now for news of community-led events. This week we've heard from Trip Omega. Does the sun still rise in the east? In the east? 
at the Eldritch Gate. Links will as always be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. Trip Omega is very nearly over, but they're not done yet and the Titan contractors themselves still have a lot to do. So Commander Radium explains. Trip Omega Phase 5 continues. Having brought commanders across the galaxy to many beautiful nebulas, granting them the opportunity to explore freely, popular nebulas like NGC 6357, Cat's Paw, Omega and Lagoon, among many, many others, were visited on our trip. Although we have faced slight delays on the trip, most significantly near the start after real-life circumstances caused difficulties with jumping the lead carrier, the trip has managed to continue and has stayed on schedule. While the trip will come to an end on the 5th of June, our narrative that supports the backbone of our squadron and its lore-friendly world-building is only just beginning. As odd disturbances continue aboard the Solaris carrier and security forces fight back the tide of growing crew rebellion, a dark enemy looms in the background threatening to return. With no leader at the helm, how will Titan ford the depths of a danger they do not understand? If you want to partake in our narrative, solve puzzles and read about the growing world of Titan contractors, then check out our website and join our Discord via the links below. You can also follow us on Twitter at tcon at at tcon underscore feed for updates regarding your trip and the squadron. Fly safe. Commander the Presence has managed to make up some of his lost time from either crossing or maybe watching The Expanse and he's eager to tell us how he's getting on. In Does the Sun Still Rise in the East in the East, week 13. Commander the Presence here again and still slogging through the black. Currently about two to three days behind schedule but the worst parts of the thinnest star density are behind me and great progress is being made. 72 jumps for 4,384 light years distance today alone, so we'll be at point, waypoint 11 by Thursday at the latest. My thanks must go to Commander Junabu, who tipped me off about the carrier in our area. The praise words, which apparently means inexpensive in Old Earth German. And with my hold down to 47% due to a conga ale size mix-up with my controls, I headed straight to it for some cheap repairs and a clean bed. The carrier is owned by Commander Pitcock, which left me in a bit of a quandary as how to best address mine host. Pitt would be too informal, Mr Peacock was almost insulting, so I resorted to honorifics after all, there couldn't be anything wrong with calling him Captain Cock, could there? Fortunately for me, I'm sure, he was out exploring, so that left me to buy my own drinks, a cheap round. Even better, the carrier had a working Vista Genomics, so I managed to offload over 800 specimen samples to a lovely chap called Lonnie Hardin, whose credits just about covered the bill for my stay. As I left, the Pilots Federation had a nice little surprise for me, which sped up my travels no end, as I no longer have to worry about mapping water worlds, distant terraformables, or even the odd wee-wee smelling ammonia plant. Still have to keep your wits about you, though. As the star on the left I flew 
flow through as I jumped into the system, scotching several modules on my newly repaired ship and reminding me that adrenaline is brown. Until next week, TTFN or 7. Commander Richard Fleurinus M is still looking for squadrons to apply for his expedition at the Aldrich Gate and he sent us this recruiting video. Hello listener. If you were watching our video at this point, you'd be seeing the video that's been referenced by Norma. This is at the Eldritch Gate expedition trailer, Analog Horror. It doesn't make much sense for us to put the soundtrack of the video on the radio. So we've got just this small interlude and a link for you. If you want to go and see the video, it's at bit.ly slash Eldritch Gate. That's bit.ly slash E-L-D-R-I-T-C-H-G-A-T-E. Now, back to the programme. Surely there must be more. Email I took part at huttonorbital.com and tell us what we've missed. That was a bit nifty, wasn't it? That was... Oh, I, I was getting 1970s... What was it? Blake 7 kind Blake of Blake 7 was yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, I was getting a yeah. Blake 7 vibe. Yeah, I mean, that would explain the bars that Litho Breaker had. I mean, the recording gear back then was uh, not the quality we have now. With bongs on time and opening theme yeah, tunes was, and things. It but was that magnetic... Was, Magnetic tape and things, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, that was... Really, really enjoyed that. I loved the font choice. Once mm, again, straight oh, yeah, out yeah. early sci-fi. Mm. And, um, that had a Blake 7 Space 1999 look about it that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it the just other. needed one of the eagles. It was one of the eagles of drifting across the screen. On oh, one. yeah, there were eagles, yeah. yeah some Commander Koenig. Spinning round. Not eagles like we know eagles. You know, those no, no, ones, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Not the Hotel Carsimimari. Kind of no, it's like the ones with the, the pointy front and the, the, the middle of the body made out of scaffolding poles. Yeah, they look sort of like, like cargo lifters or something, don't they? Yeah, they, they were. Have, yeah, they and they were, have the, they uh, the, the good sense that all the security guys had uh, had a red sleeve, you know? Remember those sort of... Oh, yeah, you always had a, sl a sleeve. Beige, sort yeah. of grey uniforms there. The with a belt. Yeah, with a belt. Maybe the that's belt. the next era for the the sort of. Um, I say they've got the vintage gear at the moment, haven't they? You can you can go and buy mm. with your arcs. Yeah. Maybe the next stage they should go through is the sort of Buck Rogers Blake Seven kind Ooh, of. Yeah. Uh, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Space Nineteen Ninety Nine uniform look. Yeah, yeah, something like I that. I think with the with the Explorer flight suits, if you remember, they kind of did a wee bit of Star Trek with that one. They looked a wee bit Star Trek with their, and you could have your different colours. You could have your it was more like the first of the Star Trek movies, wasn't it? You know, the the one with Vija and that that all all that stuff. Oh no, they were all they were all in beige and grey. No, I'm talking about you know. Remember the flight suits? They're mainly black and they've got a kind of white bit of shoulders, and they've got like kind of stripes, different colours. Uh, it's called the Explorer flight suit, um, mm. and you can choose between different colours for the the kind of lining the, the kind of lining on it, like the piping on it. And you can choose the right colour of red for Star Trek and the right colour of yellow for Star Trek and the right colour of turquoise blue for Star Trek. And you get purple and other colours, so, you know. 
Oh, do you see? I'll send you a picture. Yeah, I'm, I'm very calmly picture. with your for, for those of us that are colour blind, I'm sure just, I'll be looking at the cut <laughs> of the uniforms. And, yeah, know. yeah. I, so you're just... colour blind. It's best to let you know that the red one's the one next to the purple. Oh, right, okay. I mean, I for was those, for those shooting in black and white. Security man is. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just lost in thoughts of Will Madeiring actually uh, in that suit. Somebody murdering a keyboard again. Not me. me, not me, no, no. It was me, it was me. It was, it was you. Done to, well, keyboard just, done to you. Before I do that, before I do that, Erin Gray. Erin Erin Gray, just just that's all you need to say. Erin Gray. <laughs> yes. Who still looks that good now? Anyway. Hmm. I digress. Hmm. I'm I'm lost in Never. Oh, yeah. No. Not like you, David. No, I'm just completely lost. No, just I'm lost in thought now. Right. No, um, so, yeah, I have fired up the, the video camera on my spacesuit while we're doing the show, and I've wandered out to the broadcast studio, out to the window of... I don't even know where I am. Actually. I thought I uh, heard the sound oh, of the game starting up. You you did? Even though... It's a silly thing. Even though it's completely muted, the opening screen isn't. So, where are we? Hang on a second. I'm going to go look at the, the board. So, um, yeah, I seem to have been dropped off by taxi at a place called Metcalf Ring. I don't know where that is, but... Um, oh, Ayabulu. Oh, I'm, I'm still in Ayabulu. Look at that. Um, anyway, let, let's go and look at a... What have we got spinning? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a Ferdinand spinning there. I'll leave that on screen for a bit. Um, right, well, yeah, it's nice to be back in the studio. I haven't been around for a little bit. I've been away. Work- I missed the green room week. Boo. Um, but I've been away for a bit, working. I got sent off to visit Great Uncle Bulgaria, mm. which was interesting. And, Tomsk. And, yep, and and then I yeah I had to had to mess around with the the assembled. Now th- this was all the imperial ranks, so it was basically admiral, 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 and admiral and rear admiral um, mm-hmm. for about four days. So it was um, caps everywhere. Every surface was covered in admirals' caps from from space navies throughout the galaxy. Every single faction in the galaxy sent their space navy admiral, and um, there was a competition as to who had the best uniform. Did the Americans send space team? Uh, the Americans sent uh, Space Force uh, and an, an entourage. <laughs> Everybody else turned up by taxi from the airport, and were, uh, the Americans turned out with these blacked out. Um, oh, okay. Uh, you know, big, big people carriers with their sort of security detail or whatever. Loveliest, loveliest guys when they got out, and the ladies. But the security detail were a bit heavy. That's all I mm. could say. But they all you know, stayed in the cars outside and left it up to us. Um, uh, the competition for the country with the best naval uniform, though. Uh, Switzerland? Nope. Austria. Yeah, the, 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 I don't the, think, not only do they not have a naval uniform, I don't think they have an actual navy, do they? They do, they have they three gunboats yes. on Lake Whoa! Uh, I thought you were a pub quizzer. And I, and I, and I met some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's cow's pub quizzer. <laughs> the, the Italians had vast quantities of gold braid, as would be expected. Um, Spaghetti. No, no, the best uniform goes to the, uh, the chief of the Kenyan navy. My uh-huh. goodness, were those guys looking sharp? I mean, that was the <laughs> sharpest naval uniform I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, th- that's what I was up to, mess- messing around with imperial ranks like that. Um, I was talking about the admirals, they have rear admirals and admirals of vice. What the hell goes on on these ships? Well, mm. um, there was there was fun. There was one one rear admiral did turn up and um, dashed in in his his trousers and shirt and uh, a pair of braces and said. Um, excuse me, chaps. 
I don't suppose anybody's got a safety pin, have they? And I sort of looked at him a bit sideways. Of course, there's no rank insignia on his, you know, on the rest of it. So um, I seem to have had a uniform-related emergency. So luckily, we do have a box of such things. Out yes. comes a safety pin, and he performed. I don't know what he was doing to his uniform, but the safety pin did it. Pinning up yes. his nappy. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what he had. He had pliers as well, so he had the safety pin and pliers. Oh, god. So I do not know what he ripped out of where, but it, so there was, yeah, it was very nearly a rear admiral with no rear on his admiral, possibly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, talking of, of ranks and everything else, um, Flossie. Yes. Have you been watching the telly box today? Um, not. Not a, a great deal. A little deal. bit. You, you didn't a little, catch a little the, bit. the retro broadcasts of the Trooping of the Colour and those kind of things? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did see some of them, yeah. And the, uh, the fly pass and stuff, yeah. Yeah, red arrows and all sorts. So for anybody yeah. not British, which is one or two of our listeners, what's been going on today uh, over on our little island somewhere, you know, a short hop from Hutton Orbital towards Earth? Yeah, we're looking at you, retired well, Navy. <laughs> well, yes, uh, it's uh, been, we've been celebrating the platinum uh, anniversary of uh, the Queen being on the throne. Oof. I mean, yeah, what is it? You get three. a gold watch after 30 years, and you get a courage <laughs> clock after 40, and you get a... Yeah, I mean, after 70 years in the same job. Years. Yeah. yeah, seventy years in the same job. I mean, that's that's nearly as long as you've been doing you got, this radio show. You got a London Underground line named after you for that one. <laughs> ah, which yeah. is not an underground yours. line. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. Does it even run past their house? Uh, it runs under. It runs sort of under it. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> so kind of to the north of it, really, because it's Bond Street, isn't it? So no, it doesn't run under a house. Just so, north of it. Maybe close enough that she has her own private station, though. Mm. It, it, yeah, well, that, isn't there a Royal Mail train as well on the underground? There is. It. That a, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, that stopped. They had their own railway. No, ro ro mail rail uh, still mm. runs. It doesn't take parcels and letters anymore, but it's uh, it's around the corner yeah. from me, actually. I went there. On it's my an attraction, isn't it? On my birthday last year, so, and you can jump, jump on it as if you're a parcel yeah. and, and go through tunnels all over London. To, uh, to paint a mild. picture, uh, sort of a, a mental Deedy image tiny. For, for, for those um, who, who aren't over here at the moment about how sort of temporary insanity sort of uh, uh, you know, affects this particular country. So everywhere um, had to apply to the local council, anywhere who wanted to had to apply to the local council, local council to put up bunting, apart from a couple of places that used a tractor and did it without permission. Um, I can't remember who it was. Was it one of you? That dead mate. It was yeah, dead mate. Yeah. Um, and oh, was it you? I thought it was dead meat. Dead meat. It was dead, dead meat. meat. Yeah. Apparently, in in his neck of the woods, they they don't use proper cherry pickers or ladders. They just put people up in the scoop of a tractor and put up bunting everywhere. And um, lots and lots of it's the I suppose the one time of the year when flying that flag doesn't paint you as being um, uh, what's the word? A gammon. Over, a gammon. Yes, over, yeah. Overly patriotic. <laughs> overly patriotic. They call it. Yes. Um, and saw, did you see that Montgomery Python had uh, somebody had put up a bond tin? A what? A oh yeah, bond you know, tin. Bond yeah. for making a tin, rather for making bonds. Harry Balzac would approve of that. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. He's I a bit of a. a yeah, but on, to tinner. on top of the bunting, everybody seems to have magically fallen. In I thought it was a B. Oh, I thought that was a BSB squareal at first. 
You could have quite remember. 12, 12 tiny satellite dishes yeah. in formation. Yeah. Um, anyway, and yeah, everybody sort of magically falls in love with Mary Berry and cake baking for 24 hours and makes cakes with all sorts of things. Lots of tat is sold in small shops with people's faces on it. With spelling mistakes. With spelling mistakes. Mm-hmm. And then they become collector's items later. <laughs> and then an awful lot of people descend on the roads around uh, Buckhouse to wave little flags and be interviewed by the BBC. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is, I think, why they went not not to yes. to say congratulations on seventy years in the same job. I'd go mad. Um, yeah, and and then there were guns blowing, blasting big cannons, and and many many gun 81 salutes. Eighty-one gun salute. Yeah, eighty-two. And Forty-one gun salute. Then twice. some animal rights protesters decided to try and lie down in front of uh, one of the guards as it was marching. I mean, I don't know if anybody <laughs> told them they've all got bayonets and. Probably quite angry and happy to step on people, but was yes, this I'm a bearskin not... thing? Yeah, I, I don't know mm. what, but they they were upset and trying to sit in the road in front of one of the marching guards, which is probably listed under not the smartest thing you've ever done in your life. <laughs> yeah, because they would stop. <laughs> they didn't look like they were going to. Those you coppers, will move. yeah, those coppers weren't weren't running for um, the public safety. They were running mm. to keep those protesters safe from being yeah. squished. Mm. Um, they did a fair job. I mean, they did bodily pick them up, just arms, legs, the whole lot, and ran off to one side. You know, exit pursued by a bear skin. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and then we've got a bit of a four day party going on over here, which is um, I, I, mm. see Harry Ballsack hasn't said that's why he's not here, but we're going to claim it is. So that's why Harry Ballsack's not here. Um, and Amelia's um, gone to sit in the sun somewhere and turn red. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The Galnet Medium Rares Digest. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, that one, that's that's a good one. I knew it had to happen sooner or later. We line them up and you knock them down. Right, <laughs> so, yeah, so we've all gone temporarily insane, which means it's going to be a little bit of a shorter show this evening. We don't have Amelia with the Galnet Rares Digest, and we have a few <laughs> fewer news articles. But, David, Talk- you're here. What do you mean it's going to be a shorter show? Yeah. <laughs> I've missed the show so much over the last few weeks. Anyway, I'm um, talking of news and shows and whatever else. Frontier live streams. Yes. Thursdays. No. No. Yes. Fridays. Well. No. I must no. admit, I I was thrown by it being on a Wednesday, so I I watched it at the normal time this afternoon. <laughs> Just out of yeah, habit. We were going to be today, but then somebody said, "But what about bank holiday?" Well, oh, some, somebody we'll slipped in a last-minute double bank holiday, like on Tuesday. Yeah, they only, they only gave them like a nobody, year's notice. Nobody told them. Yeah, right. And which number was this in the set? Because the, the, the bi-weekly, num- the, not the bi-weekly, the um, number nine fortnightly approach has got me confused. Now we're on nine. Nine. It's number right. nine. And um, did we get our purple? Uh, well, if you, yes, and if you haven't um, got your purple yet, I don't know which rock you're living under. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, and then there was, I do not have, have my the, purple have yet. Thank the you. Summer, the summer outfit, you know, the well, latest well, must have. Yes and yes and no. Uh, there mm. was some confusion, and uh, earlier there was a stripy blue Aspect Explorer paint job. I got that one, the blue and purple one. Yeah, I got that one. They've that changed was from Gamescom that. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. They, they, they that changed one. the process for claiming it, though. You, you don't have to do the second step, I believe. Because I, uh, I went to claim the second step, and it wasn't there. And I need, I to, need to actually check out and see. It. Yeah, simplified it. So you don't have to, because it was causing so much confusion. You have to claim it in Twitch and then claim it again in the Frontier Store. But you don't have to do the Frontier Store bit now. Oh, right, yeah. okay. 
I believe the stripy blue asp was actually voted for by people. They could have had a lovely mm. vulture or a nice eagle, but they wanted more asp in their life. Yeah, but mm. nobody flies an eagle these days. When I read stripy blue asp before, I read the PGS pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always put that in for Amelia. <laughs> nobody flies the asp anymore. But wasn't it? Wasn't it Zach? I fly the Asp, I mean one now. The, the Eagle, though, wasn't it Zach who said, no, the Eagle's his go-to ship for doing missions in Odyssey? Oh, right. okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. it's it's a fun ship. If, if you're just doing courier missions, it's great. Mm. And the it's not that great eagle, range, but... Hmm. Yeah, true. a fast little beastie. Right, so, update 12, what was in it? Well, well it's it hasn't that, happened, not yet. happened yet. Oh! Um, <laughs> they were going to do it this week. But they, it was going to be the end of May, wasn't it? They previously said yeah. so they postponed it until June the 7th after the current festivities. So that oh. means if, if, if it goes, you know, choose your own, you know, insert fruit here, but fruit shaped, um, somebody Bananas. will be around it. Yeah. If it goes banana shaped or banana or pineapple shaped, it and explodes. Yeah. That, um, that just is sore. Anyway. Somebody will be at. Uh, frontier towers to uh, to fix it for us, and I think we covered it before in a previous week. But there's extra sitting down stuff, so you can't just twiddle your thumbs. You can now access your little control panel. Oh God! Well, I, I think will, have, I I will think actually have to back up my key bindings for this one. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Always back up the key bindings. It's uh, I need instructions be, on that one. We will be releasing the usual Hutton Patch Day things. Apparently, there are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of bug fixes and sitting down stuff. And your captain's chair now has a little swingy outy arm that you can interact with. Yeah. Now, um, I think the sitting down stuff, I think the real reason they postponed it till Jubilee Week is because it's sitting down stuff. And don't forget, it's British Week. And what are we best at at the Olympics? Queuing! Everything! Well, apart from queuing. And horses and in which all those things you sports. have to sit down for. See, it all yeah. fits. It all. Oh, God. I it's think so you'll obvious. be able to do things like sit next to a sleeper and talk to them, and then it'll look like <laughs> you talk them into oblivion. What you should be able to do is sit next to a sleeper, poke him until he wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't any news on whether you can emote while sitting down yet. Uh, well, let's, yeah, let, they said they will be sitting find down out next week. They yeah. said they will be sitting week. down activities, but I haven't said what they are. But we we don't have to wait till next week to find out what's what with the console transfers because we already covered it in the news, didn't we? Basically, yeah. September. Yeah, September. Um, yeah, they, lots they, of they, they talked about it, and if any somebody wants to post that in the chat, yeah. um, people can go. I, go. I kind of think with console transfers as well, the fact that it's this side of the new year. Which means it's quicker than I thought it would be. So, yeah, so yeah I'm not Would you rather have a console happy. transfer or a hut and patch? Oh, I've got hut and patches. So, so console transfer is the next console transfer for yep, that yep. one. They should yeah. have a. They tell you what they should have a special console transfer decal for those that have done it, so we can identify. Them. Yeah, mm. yeah, and what, and then Which, shunners. It's a <laughs> on it. It's just yeah. a big thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, just yeah. Just yeah, like check says just a thing that says splitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, now there was all, there was there was an interesting bit. Um, they admitted finally that, like us, they totally make everything up. Yep. Yep. So Hannah and Ben um, mm. turned. Uh, basically, they were incarcerated in a small what looked like an interrogation room from one of those American cop dramas, and they were interrogated <laughs> by the community management team. I about, thought it looked like the room from. Uh line of duty and i was waiting for the tape machine to beep and start 
recording yeah, what they were saying. Yeah, interrogation room. But basically, they admitted on tape that they make everything up. Mm. Yep. Uh, and they covered, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you've all been listening to Commander Wotherspoon and Beetlejuice and the Azimuth saga and Salvation and Azimuth and Aegis and Thargoids and Hesperus beacons and stuff. But there is a story so far which is probably Wotherspoon's domain to have detail because yes. I wasn't paying enough attention. I really No, wasn't. me neither. Yeah. I, I get confused about who's done what to who and what side anybody's on. And... Um, yeah, that are saints. Yeah. Well, now there was. There, there, so yeah, they, they 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 plan out sort of six months of story at a time. There is mm. in their long term plan a new narrative coming. So we're getting, I think, towards the end of this story, and they're going to make up some up something else afterwards yeah. that they won't mm. tell us about yet. But they'll tell us about when they happen. But it's nice to know that they're paying attention to players who like to figure things out on their own, like, you know, LCU and uh, all the people from Canon, mm. and then those that rush to the forum to read what everybody else has done and then complain right. there's no content. Yeah. I do uh, I do remember um, Arthur being on here one week on Hutton News, and we were asking him a couple of questions and things like that, and he said at that time he knew everything that was coming up for the next six months. Hmm. You know, the whole narrative or the events, all that kind of thing. It's all been planned out for six months. Yep. But, you know, that's good to know that they're still doing six monthly plans like that. You know, oh, And they have a team They have a team dedicated to it. I mean, Hannah and Ben seem both very knowledgeable and, and, and you know what I mean? They, they were well into mm. their subject, the pair of them. Isn't it so, Lawrence uh, as well? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence is a card. <laughs> I can tell but you the, stories. I think one of, one of, obviously the, the, the delay about... Is Odyssey going to come out on consoles? Has kind of put a lot of this stuff on the hold because they didn't want it, you know, a part of the, you know, a, a section of the players not to be able to progress with the story. So it feels to me it, it's just gone on a little bit this one, um, longer than people might want it to. Oh yeah, I mean, Flossie would have loved to have at least five CGs every single week mm. to include in the, <laughs> the, the show here with long and complplicated system names and really big numbers to read oh, out yeah, in vast yeah. quantities. Yeah, but I do, I, do reckon the way, I do reckon the way they've done it is that um, you know, if, if you're on playing in console, you can still participate in the narrative, you can still mm. participate in all of those CGs, you know. But, but, but if there was anything in the story like you know, on a planet surface, and you have to go off and do something, or yeah, it would exclude. And I, oh, yeah, I, I yeah, seem yeah. to remember. Yeah, about but you could, you could just, like, well, ago, you guys maybe. in space do this bit, and you guys on foot do this bit, and make it, it make it's it not still, yeah, it still mm. would because, um, there's going to be people who just don't have the equipment to switch or just can't switch. I mean, I, I would by all means recommend everybody take the opportunity or the offer of. The free console transfer and worry about getting, yeah. you know, the equipment later on. Well, but there are going to be you don't people lose who don't anything, have that. Do you? you don't lose no. your original. No, you lose nothing. Play. You only gain. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have a computer to run it, still do it. And then you know, maybe a year down the line, you might somebody might gift you one. You don't know. You oh. could end up with a computer that could run it, and then you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I would take Pop it down to lave con to the land room and kidnap somebody yeah. else's machine and log well, on and to say that's mine <laughs> now and it's I'm using something it. for nothing. Yeah. Note to self, Kensington Lock. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's something for nothing. But I think in terms of the the narrative and things, I think there will always be an option for non Odyssey. Mm. You know, yeah. Like you see, well, and then mo- people with Odyssey might have to non- go and do one thing in a planet. Yeah. yeah but the the non Odyssey players will do something else that they can do from an SRV, maybe. 
But you most know, stuff in the thing. game you don't need legs for. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, vast majority of content in the game you do not need. Usually drinking in the bar. Um, anyway, so <laughs> th- there was a, there was something that was absent from their broadcast that we have a suggestion for them. Yes, yes, yes. They've 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 garnered things from other places, and and sort of you know they've they've put community events in there. Don't know where on earth they got that idea. They've put a little news section in there. No idea where that came from. But what <laughs> they haven't got for their news is a jingle. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we send them that? No, 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 no. Because no. no. no, why don't we send them that? One, one no, thing springs to mind. It would oh, be goodness. such a troll, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm supposed to be watching <laughs> the bird pit. Yeah. Um, anyway, and there's a new. They invented a new word. There, they gave us a new word. <coughs> yes. Yes, the word publishment. Publishment, crime and publishment. I like publishment. Yeah, yep. crime and publishment. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you think perhaps somebody at Frontier is putting words into their script to trip them up? I, mean, <laughs> I would not have a clue where they got that idea yeah. from. I mean, who would counter such a dastardly Are you talking thing? about special words or just general words to trip well, them up? Piratical. Piratical. Or, yeah, piratical's or, out. Well, I know, but not not according to Zach, it's not. Not if Zach is going to see pirate seal <laughs> or artificer. Yeah, artificer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, or diddly doodah. I mean, just just cover it like Fussy does. We just insert yeah. the word diddly doodah. It's too hard to diddly say. Just say diddly doodah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but before I put this next image up on screen, there is one. Uh, farewell to say to one of the team from Frontier, Commander Revian. Hmm? Also known as Howard, mm-hmm. um, who is, it, has, is he a duck? Who has no? He's not a duck, but he has been at Frontier for twenty years, which oh, is geez. almost as long as Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Um, and in fact, been working. Has she been at has she been at Frontier for twenty years? Oh, yeah. absolutely. And oh, um, it's Felicia Winters has been working <laughs> on Elite for all of it. I mean, all of the time Elite's been wow. around. And actually, uh, for, with my other hat on for a second, um, Commander Revian has been the main contact for anybody dealing with the, the journal, the status, basically all the API stuff. Um, hasn't necessarily done the, the, the coding, but has been the main contact for <coughs> can ask it, Can I ask it. a question? Go on then. What's an API? <laughs> ah, right. Yeah. Oh. Don't do it like that. I don't know what an API is. Oh, it, nor do we. It, we just we just makes th- makes things work. It's a B. Oh, okay. Yep. It's bas- basically all the journal. Basically, the text files that all happen up on your computer when you're playing the game that we can read using third-party applications. So, um, the Hutton Helper oh. uses it, and uh, HCS Voice Packs use it, and basically oh, any of the third-party every, everything. app. Everything. Howard has been the the main point of contact for all of that for the development. Community so it's a, for it's ages. a kind of it's a kind of publishment then. It's a kind of publishment, <laughs> but it yes. is definitely... Is he piratical? Don't know. Is he an artificer? Oh, I would certainly. say he was an artificer, yes. Yeah, yeah most certainly. Um, but anyway, his uh, retiring is leaving for no other reason than it's actually retirement time. and, and he's Retirement? Yeah, oh. he wants to go gardening. Uh, he is one of the old hands there and is, mm. is currently retiring. So we wish him all the very yeah. best. Mm. Um, Highly it, recommended. 
yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to um, sort of chat to him over the years, and obviously to see his work and work with the you know the API stuff and the journal and status mm. stuff. Um, and he has handed over to another member of the team, which I'm sure we'll hear about in the future. So it's not a gap; it's just a sort of. I think he's moved an apprentice into his his very very big boots and said, "Here mm. you go, you can look after all crazy people like LCU and." David and all that. <laughs> um, so yes, happy retirement. Enjoy the gardening, and mm. um, thank you so much for all your help over the years. It's been an absolute pleasure. Happy retirement. Happy retirement. Yay, happy right? Reti- has he Just, been mugged? Do you know what? I don't think he has, and I Maybe have to be. say, that's a good idea. It is a good yeah. idea. Hmm. I, 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 I mean, I don't mean idea. giving him a hutton mug. I mean just I'm rumbling just... him as he comes out the building and stealing all his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am from Glasgow. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I will. I tell you what. Um, I, I will speak to the powers that be, and I do think his efforts over the years have been worthy of such such gifts. So I, yeah. I may have to organise something on our behalf. I don't know whether he's actually gone gone now retired i don't think he announced his retirement so much as did bye i'm off gardening um but i'm yeah. sure somebody will be able to uh, help us somebody uh, knows where he lives mm. <laughs> we know where you live we know, yeah. we know where you live yeah. um we right. well we don't 20, but somebody, 20, somebody years is, 20, 20 years is good. 20 years is good. it's not, not enough to have a an underground line named after you but uh no i was just thinking there's two underground there's a jubilee line as well i was Mm. He's done it twice. That was the last Jubilee, though, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Well, was that no, 50? 50, I think. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I've just put up on screen for those watching rather than listening the latest um, from Dazjav, the, the cartoon Dazjav. series about the little SRV, and we feature in it again. No. <laughs> I, do like, like. I do like Dead Meat's suggestion uh, in the chat. If you, uh, if you do send Howard a mug, can you make sure it goes via off? <laughs> You'll never see it again. Yeah. After what he did to my my globe, no, oh dear, that was what uh, thirteen months. Anyway, um, was that your terrarium? That, that that was my that was my ant farm. Yes, my my alien. Yeah. Ant farm. Or as they call it in the frontier live streams, a testicle. <laughs> yes, my glass <laughs> testicle. Yeah. Don't sit down too hard. You might. My last, my last will and testicle. Yes. Oh goodness. Right. Um, but yes. So there is a complaint there. I mean, we do like the Hutton mug and the little SRV, but it says, "Ugh, the tea's off." Um. So dead meat gave some advice. Flossie, would you like to relay dead meat's advice for us? Uh, if I can find his advice. Oh yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, at Hutton Orbital, we only use the very finest fusion tea. However, if you haven't deep cleaned the mug before making it, the flavour clash. Oh, sorry, before making it, the flavour clashes horribly with the mega gin. He further adds, "We recommend strapping it to your fuel scoop while overcharging your FSD for optimal cleaning." There you go. There you go. But yes, thank you very much to Always Dazjav. useful stuff. And if you can't do that, are you even an elite dangerous commander? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is how the Hutton mug wards off mods. It's it's not just the frame shift effect. It's also that the bottom of it's probably so grubby, you're now immune to just about every bacteria, mould, fungus, and everything else on the planet. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> right. Um, so uh, coming up next, unless anybody has anything else to add... Other, other than uh, no, I don't have anything else. Anybody else got anything else? 
There's, some, there's something missing, isn't there? No, there's something no, missing. No, there's, no, there's nothing missing. Yeah, there nothing is. missing at all. No, <laughs> no mammals. No, 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 no. no. Is it, does it have quite a long nose and quite a long tongue? And sticky up your ears? Oh, Come on, you've got to narrow it down. It I thought around. we'd actually grown up and got away from that. No, no, never. <laughs> Never. And you, I will never grow up. Not when it, not when, not when we're talking about aardvarks. You have, you have, yes, you've reached your maximum height. Yep. Yes, I'm, I've reached optimal height for the middle shelf and I'm staying here. So all I can see is aardvark. Aardvark. Honestly, it's all I can see. It's all I'm allowed to say is aardvark. Aardvark. Well, you might have to keep saying it because the button's stuck. Hang on, let me try again. Oh, no. Button. Well, you have to shout Aardvark, because that's a safe word, remember. No, you see, I've pushed the button twice now, and it's oh. decided to have a, a different button. A compl- it's, put, it's put Flossie's face on the screen. Oh, my goodness. Give me, give me one second. No, <laughs> you see, we can't. No, more Aardvarks needed. Quick. Aardvarks, yes. Yep. Don't I'm, harm I'm, the Aardvarks. Investigating why the sound machine has decided it doesn't seamless. want to play. Absolutely seamless. Um... It's supposed to play that. Ah! Aha! I found out why. Um, just to talk amongst yourselves for a second. I'm having a wee look in the system. Eponiclis makes me think of Ipanema. The girl I- from... Ipanema. It's uh, very nice speech, actually. Yes, here we yeah. go. We're getting there. I've, 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 somebody get the filing cabinet pro cry, crowbar because it's stuck. Hang on a second. It's, uh, it's in um, the you bay. Can op- you can only like open one drawer at a time, David. Copacabana on the other side. To stop uh, it tipping over. Yeah. No, it's it's not that one. That's the the. the yeah, well, you That's need to close one. the top drawer. Before, but close the top drawer. Ah, right, well, now try it. the drawer. I right, found it. Try it, it now. Uh, it, oh, the backing sound. Oh, so Flossie's got to have backing music as well. The backing oh, yeah. singers' union is going to be really upset if we don't. Yeah, because there's Flossie's. no singing in it. <laughs> no, this is. <laughs> well, I know what this show is going to be called. It's just going to be. Utterly, utterly, utterly seamless. No, yeah. we, these are these are artfully <clears throat> inserted, perfectly. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, yep. Uh, backing singers at least, are at least they know it's live. Not yeah. on strike anymore. There we go. Uh, <clears throat> let's let's. Um, I'll, I'll try the button again, Flossie. Ready? I'm ready. Hello, Flossy here with this week's Community Ghost News. New CGs for the 2nd of April. Appeal for supplies to relaunch the Golconda and protect efforts to relaunch the Golconda. Traders are required in the Upanikilis Upanikilis Diddly the ancient generation ship, which originated from Earth in the 22nd century, has been retrofitted by the Artificer's clan into a functional modern vessel. 
The majority of its former population have decided to leave the outpost forest's choice and return to their traditional nomadic lifestyle. Captain Jonathan Forrester, leader of the Golconda Union, announced in 3305, the galactic community provided us with the chance to end our original journey, so it will be fitting if they can help us start with a new chapter among the stars. The Golconda has now a frame shift drive that requires tritium fuel, and shipments of medical diagnostic equipment and power generators are also needed. Upankilis Vision Incorporated has agreed to organise the initiative. Pilots are asked to deliver all commodities to Fuzzard Port from where they will be transferred aboard the Golconda. Local security forces warned that pirates may attempt to hijack incoming shipments to take control of the Golconda itself. As a defensive measure, Eupanicillus Vision Incorporated has offered bounties on all wanted ships in the system. Pilots are asked to deliver bounty vouchers to Fozard Port. According to the Federal Diplomatic Corps, these events do not violate the legislation that protects isolated societies from cultural contamination. It added, partnership status with the Federation has been extended to the Golconda and choice outpost. The campaign begins on the 2nd of June and will run for one week. If final target is met earlier than planned, it will end immediately. To earn, to earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering medical diagnostic equipment, power generators and tritium, or bounty vouchers to Fossard Port in the Eupangilis system. Only bounty vouchers handed in after signing up will count towards your personal contribution total. And that's it for this week's CG News. Blossy told you what to do. Thank you, Flossy, for that roundup of the CG News. Now, it's good evening from me, and it's good evening from him. With not a raspberry blower in earshot, it's time for the two Ronnies of the Galnet News Digest. Um, Beetle Ronnie and Wother Ronnie. Galnet News Digest, 2nd of June, 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, we finally get to find out who Salvation really is. The Blue Viper Club Dredger departs. And, helped by another Dredger clan, the Generation Ship Golconda also prepares to depart. There may be spoilers. An anonymous tip-off to Professor Alba Tezro of Aegis has revealed that Salvation, the secretive scientist who seems so keen to eliminate the Thargoids, is the same person as the Witch, the equally secretive person in charge of the Black Flight and Azimuth Biochemicals. 
The witch has been implicated in vivisection, in trying to splice humans into Thargoid scout spaceships, in murdering people who knew too much about Azimuth's operations, in destroying a megaship and killing the 4,000 crew members to get at the cargo, in luring Thargoids to a system and allowing them to kill tens of thousands of people working on the starports there. And it seems that Salvation, the witch, or Caleb Witcherly, to give him his real name, was also involved in sending John Jameson with the mycoid virus developed by Inra to destroy a Thargoid mothership 153 years ago. Salvation, the witch, Caleb Witcherly, has made it his life's work to eliminate the Thargoids completely, and his utilitarian outlook allows for the however many collateral human deaths that it takes to achieve this goal. There's been no word from Salvation after his unmasking. Will he try to brazen it out? Will he come out fighting and more dangerous than ever? Or will he slink back into the shadows? We should find out quite soon. He didn't take advantage of its delay in departing, and now that more details have emerged about the attempted coup against him, Pirate King Archon Delane probably wishes he'd blown the Blue Viper Club dredger to smithereens while he had the chance. Delane's engineers at Kumo City Starport have confirmed that they assisted the then allies in the Blue Viper Club to refit the living quarters and make huge improvements to the dredger's propulsion systems, which are now believed to be capable of longer and more frequent jumps, meaning the dredger could be almost anywhere and can move on easily if detected. Vidar Trask's motivation in trying to oust Delane was that of the frustrated bureaucrat, wanting to organise the pirate faction along more efficient lines, with delegated lines of responsibility, a caring approach to the environment, and regular opportunities for employees to develop their skills, in a caring environment to develop a top-performing team. Kay Volantine sought to provide her Blue Viper Club compatriots with permanent homes, allowing them to settle down and grow roots in the local community. She planned to fund this resettlement with the proceeds of Helix, the recreational version of the medicinal drug Onionhead Gamma Strain. Trask was killed, but Volantine lives on, forced to resume her nomadic lifestyle following Delane's torrent of verbal abuse after his near-death experience at the hands of the more than 1,000 Blue Viper Club fighters that took part in the attempted coup. The partnership between the Dredger Clan and the Kumo crew is well and truly at an end. We helped them when they needed to suspend their voyage, and now, nearly three years later, the Golcondans want us to help the generation ship Golconda to resume its thousand-year-long voyage of discovery among the stars. The captain of the Golconda, Jonathan Forrester, appealed for help in late 3305, when a bout of viral nasopharyngitis threatened to turn into a full-blown epidemic. Coupled with the progressive failure of air filtration systems and water recyclers, the disease forced Forrester to turn to outsiders for help. The Federation resettled the inhabitants of the Golconda at the agricultural outpost Forrester's Choice, near Upaniklis B3, where they distill, bottle and sell Apavieti spirit. However, 
Many of the Golcondans have retained a wanderlust, and when the artificer Dredger Clan turned up a few weeks ago, and without even asking permission, repaired the megaship and fitted it with a faster-than-light frameshift drive, the Golcondans decided that this was their chance to resume their interrupted voyage. No longer a generation ship that takes hundreds of years to travel a few light years, the Golconda is now a megaship capable of travelling hundreds of light years in a few minutes. But to do this, it needs tritium. And that's what Captain Forrester has appealed for, along with the medical equipment and power generators that'll help avoid any further unscheduled interruptions to their voyage. Conveniently, Fozard Port and Acela Starport, around Planet A1 and operated by Upaniclis Vision Incorporated, will accept the required goods on behalf of the Golcondans, for forward delivery to the intended recipient. Upaniclis Vision Incorporated will pay well for these goods and will also reward bounty hunters who help maintain a safe environment for the traders to operate in. A small number of Golcondans have chosen to remain at Forrester's Choice Outpost, and it seems likely that supplies of Apavieti will not be affected by the Golconda's departure. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Witherspoon. And now, to help you lovely truckers and you're going for Gold 3 exploration endeavours, here is the second part of Chexie's Tips and Cheap Tricks. Or it would be. <coughs> the sound oh, thing. no! Oh, you know what? I fixed the flossy outro. I fixed your bit. So, so seamless. Yeah, you I see know. you fixed my bit, but you're about to break it again when you yeah. fix this bit, aren't you? Um, and uh, do, yeah, the, do, the source do, was do, sketch do, one. Is it a video or is it audio? Is that why? Why you messed that up completely? Um, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I did mess that one up completely. Pointed out so, in the chat earlier um, on. <laughs> you did point that out. You did tell me and... Uh, I mean, if I could find it quickly, no, the document, I would do it live. Hello again, truckers. <laughs> it's time for the yeah, second part of Exploration. Tips and tricks with me, Commander Chicks. Last week, we looked at ships and where to go. This week, I'm going to talk about which systems and planets yield the most exploration credits. But always, remember to enjoy the view. Have you been missing out on 70% of your exploration cash? Do you want to know how to earn up to 20 million credits an hour? by just simply exploring. Well, just keep listening for the next few minutes and follow these simple tips for exploration excess. It's more likely that you'll find high-value planets, and more on those in a moment, around the Goldilocks stars. By this I mean those stars that aren't too hot, nor are they too cold, but just like the porridge from that childhood story of housebreaking and brazen theft are just about right. This isn't to say that you'll never find an Earth-like around a neutron star, you will. It's just that it's much less likely, and this, after all, is an exercise of probabilities. Class B and O stars, in typical starlet fashion, are too young, too hot, and hence too disappointing, so don't bother with them. The Goldilocks stars are classes F, G, and K, so it's best to stick to these classes if you're after exploration credits. Our own sun is a G-type star. 
G2V to be precise, and its spawn does, but it isn't all bad. An extra bonus from sticking to these three star types is that they are all fuel scoopable. Set your star class filter in the galaxy map, the fourth tab, to any combination of F, G and K, and never worry again about running out of fuel, no matter how far you meander into the black. It's time to cut up your fuel rat loyalty card. If you find that there are too many systems in your gal map, change your filter to F and G or even just F types for the highest probability of finding those valuable planets. So let's talk about high value planets. Well, it's easy, isn't it? It's all about probing the anal region. I beg your pardon, I hear you say. Well, I don't know who put the anal into analysis, but on the full spectrum scanner, the highest value planets sit in the middle of the scanner, just above the anal of the word analysis. But, and it's a big but, whilst you'll find shiny blue balls are fine, there are much better ways to financial gratification. The key to loads of money is whether the body is terraformable. What does terraformable mean? Well, it means climate change, but in a good way. So let's leave behind the bum jokes and <coughs> crack on. Once you have completed your full spectrum scan, look in the system map at all those stars and planets. Open the second tab. Yes, that one. The one that looks like a list. Hover the circular search cursor over the planet. And if you see the words candidate for terraforming in the left-hand description, you're in the money. But it's just a poxy, boring, high-metal content planet, you might think. Um, yeah, that's the point. Where there's rock, there's brass, or something like that. In the system map, make a mental note of which planets are terraformable, head off to map them, and just ignore the rest. Whilst it might be true that Earth-like worlds are the holy grail of exploration, they are extraordinarily rare. Findable might give you a smug, warm, fuzzy feeling about the new horizons and the continued existence of the human race, if... Of course, you think that's a good thing, but it doesn't bring home the bacon. And if most truckers can agree on one thing, it's that bacon is a good thing. On average, as you go about your exploration business, you'll find 12 water worlds for each Earth-like, and you'll have found one, um, and a bit, ammonia worlds for every Earth-like too. Typical base values for Earth-likes are 2.4 million credits and 1.8 for water worlds. But here's the shocker. you'll have found over 200 high metal contact worlds for each Earth-like. Whilst most of them are just rocks, a good proportion of these planets are terraformable and they are worth up to one and a half million credits each. So what does all this quantity over quality mean? Well, put simply, 70% of your exploration cash will come from high metal contact planets, 25% from water worlds, but due to their rarity, only 3% from Earth-likes and a paltry 2% from ammonia worlds. Following this method will make you an average of around 20 million credits an hour and around 1.5 million credits per jump on average. Have you really been ignoring 70% of your exploration cash? If you found that you were now nodding, groaning in lament and hearing the slow metallic tinkle of a dropping penny, leave forward in your flight seat and bang your head on your display scanner now. No, harder than that. No, 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 much harder. That's it. Well done. Now wipe the blood off the scanner. Next week, listening with me, Commander Chicks, to hear about exploration bonuses, how they boost your credits with no extra effort, and discover fun and interesting ways to die in space and lose all your data. For the mark. Thank you, Commander Chicks. 
Now it's time to catch up on what you overachievers have all been doing in the galaxy this week. It's over to Mia Harkness with the Hutton Helper results. Welcome to this week's publishment of the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are publishmentatorised by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free coronation chicken sandwich, so you can celebrate in style. This week we have the following events. The Queenie's Magical Mystery Tour, going for Platinum Shield. The Who Wants a Type 9 Full of Bunting Cup Winner's Cup. The I Need As Many Trestle Tables, Mismatched Chairs and Plastic Tablecloths As You Can Lay Your Hands On Challenge. And the Brian Maybot Plays The Badger Song Live on top of Buckingham Palace Trophy. The It's Just Like 1977 Without The Flares, MSG and BO. Actually, it's exactly like 1977, Deja Vu Trophy. The No Taxi Cause The Party's In Your Street Extravaganza. So, get ready to shoot some grouses. Start waving like a total weirdo and try not to let anyone know you're actually a Thargoid in disguise. This week's Hutton Helper results are Cometborn jumped 46,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. Border Reaver sold 70,000 tonnes of lovely things. Top Mission Runner is Mega Boomtastic with 403 mission points. Roger J. Roger J. Smith handed in 54 million credits worth of bounties. Lawless, two elves handed in 322 million credits of combat bonds and Johnny S delivered 565 people to their various destinations. So, decals for Roger J. Smith and to Metal Dragon for Thargoids Destroyed. So you should email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and recollect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of Union Jack glitter, Union Jack template and some tartan paint. They, they ran out of Union Jack paint. Anyway, there have been five Hutton runs this week, all by different commanders, but all on the same day, apart from mine. Uh, did the, I wonder if the Tharkoids... Did McTharkoids have a, an all-you-can-eat buffet on or something? Anyway, I did my run in 1 hour, 24 minutes and 34 seconds for 204th place. Hilly Karma made it in 1 hour, 24 minutes and 20 seconds for 174th place. Old Ed got there in 1 hour, 24 minutes and 15 seconds for 159th place. Jintosh made the run in 1 hour, 24 minutes and 1 second for 120th place. And Schwarz Katz, that'll be Black Cat, made it in 1 hour, 23 minutes, 56 seconds for 100th place. So there's a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing shipped, shot, rescued, looted, repaired, destroyed, bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, burnt, frozen, liquidated, evaporated, sandblasted, sponged down, smelled, licked and probinated. Also, you can earn yourself a very fetching hut and decal for doing it. And you'll be wondering by now, how, how can I be a part of it? Well, here's an idea for you. Why not go to hot.fordermug.com and download or sign up for the delicious new hut and helper, available in three lip-smacking flavours. Let's face it, anything has to be better than dressing up in your special Union Jack suit with little flags and a matching bowler hat then heading outside to discover you missed it and now you look like a total weirdo. Anyway, 
That's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Hey! Hey! All and my bits worked. Music in, background music, music out. Absolutely. I see. I was concentrating so hard on that button, I stuffed the previous one. That's, that's oh, all okay. I'm going to say. What is going to happen at the end of the show? I have absolutely no idea whatsoever. That but, means you're doing it right. But yeah, stay tuned to find out. It's when I think about yes. things that's when they go wrong. You see, I should stop yeah. thinking completely and just just face. I thought death. you had push some yeah. buttons. I thought you Let's had. Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you wearing the blindfold again this week? Yeah, well, you see, if I was, then I could push it. I have no idea, so I'm going to push this button here. It's just random. I should have, when I'm arriving on the shuttle from Seoul, should report to immigration control, which is on your left as you leave the landing bay. Your other left, you do-bender. Yeah. You. You see, so I have the random button, which is suitably yeah. random, yes, without the bing-bongs. I'm going to fix the bing-bongs for next time. Yeah, yeah, well, we, yeah. we need to find the folder where the bing-bongs are and point you to the bing-bongs folder. Are they pre-recorded with the bing-bongs in, or are we talking... Uh... No, they're pre-recorded with the bing-bongs in, and it's not just my voice. Other people have uh, recorded messages as well. well. I'm, so I'm... it gives it a bit of variety. So it's randomly we, random. We, we do enjoy your voice so much, then. Um, right, no, well, you, that's it for don't, this don't week. Don't lie to me. <laughs> no, no, we, we we do really. Um, it it it's yeah Scottish. It, yes, just um, move, just move on. You're digging a hole. <laughs> With it's a very regional. Spade. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> next week's show is on Thursday the ninth at uh, approximately twenty thirty BST, which is um, uh, nineteen thirty Galactic time. Yeah, and I suspect Flossie, are you going to be back with the results of this week's CG? Yes, I should be, all things equal. <laughs> and news of whatever. Is it, I mean, is it going to do a shank? Is it going to break down this Golconda thing? Is it going to need rescuing? Or, oh, goodness. Mm, um, goodness yeah. There's bound to be another one. There's bound to be lots and lots of new CGs. Now, there will be a patch on Tuesday the 7th. <clears throat> and as the Apology Officer has already reminded everybody, it's do very your important. Bindings. To back up your key bindings. Yes, back up yeah. the key bindings. And if you don't know where they are, well, just watch out for our posts on the yeah, album. Yeah, I will have to watch out for your posts because I haven't got a clue. The, the gal to it. Um, there are a few other things about Patch Day that everybody should remember. Number one, the second it goes live, if, well, the second the servers go down, everybody's going to say, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> are we there yet? I won't. I'll be in work. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the, the forum moderators are going to blow a fuse when they hear it one more time. Um, Either that or they're going to yeah. pull a fuse. Then when it, it does become... A lot. When they turn the servers back on, um, there are going to be... Well, there'll be... Usually patch notes arrive at, a point, at the point they put down the server, so you've got something yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Do read the patch notes. Now, I don't know whether any of Sally's influences rubbed off on the current scribe behind the patch notes but they have had a little bit of humor inserted over the last few months do hunt the little easter eggs um there'll be lots and lots and lots of things in there if somebody comes up and posts but well, what about <coughs> x when x isn't listed in the patch notes don't be surprised if it's not in when you restart the game because 
the stuff that's in is in the patch notes. So there may be extra things they forgot to remind us about in the patch notes, but this thing that's going to ruin your life if it's not in, like that person the other day who threw a complete tantrum. I can't remember what he threw a tantrum over. Oh, he wanted 120 frames per second, and he wanted it now, and if it didn't happen this week, he was quitting. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has he quit then? No, he hasn't quit. Uh, and not he said, yet, because oh, okay. I haven't had the patch uh, yet. Well, no, no, he said he was going to quit. If it didn't happen in the next two days, he was going to quit. And tagged oh. Lord Braben of um, oh, Frontier. Right. Yes. Oh, that must be a different one. And then oh. managed not to quit, just stayed and argued with everybody, which is fairly standard fare for the forums. <laughs> they'll, they'll, um, be devasta- they'll be devastated with nothing. I know. Was. Yeah, uh, there was the usual, yeah. can I have your stuff, please? Um, <laughs> I, think I, I, would, no. I would have somehow made his machine run at like 480 by 360. And say, you're getting 120 <laughs> well, frames a second now. They'll Back be getting out to put, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they'll be getting up on the roof of Frontier Towers to put the flag at half-mast for them. Yeah, Pixelation's what you need. Um, so th- there's that. Then when the servers come back up, everyone is going to be downloading it because they're clearly starved of any new stuff at all and they, they desperately want to sit down in their fleet carriers and play with a little console. Stuff. So everyone's yeah. going to download it, which means the servers are going to be taking a bit of a hammering, which means, yes, things will be a bit wonky. Now, this doesn't mean the Nobody patch is wonky. Nobody think of the poor hamsters. No, it doesn't mean the patch is wonky. It means everybody's downloading at the same time. So it's probably better to go make yourself a nice cup of tea. And that doesn't They do happen- say never play in patch day, don't they? Well, maybe later on in patch day. Yeah. Now, the next thing, of course, is that there might be bugs. It happens. That's why they've booked it <clears> on a day when there's not a holiday the next day. So the team have got bugs to fix. To keep them happy, I'm sure there will be bugs, so there's something for them to do on Wednesday. If there's a bug, all good Hutton truckers do the sensible thing and report it in detail to help them fix it quickly. What we don't do is go all over the forum saying, my life is ruined, you know, they shot my cat. They've broken my immersion. Uh, They've broken my immersion. Spelt wrong, usually. <laughs> the broken my immersion heater. Yeah. Tried an electrician. I was thinking, no, I'm yeah, not, I know. Not, what was it? Is that plumber job or an electrician job? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Well, a plumbertrician. A plumbertrician, yes. Oh, you beat me to it. Um, so, yes. <laughs> an electrumer. Might go on. You might sit down on your captain's chair, you might push the button, and you might be neatly bisected by it swinging across so fast it cuts you in half. Laugh yeah. about it. <laughs> Um, then fly around the fleet carrier inside like dead meat when he's got his jet boots on and video it and put it up over the forums with a smiley face because it's quite good fun. Um, there is a new mission type. Go and do it, especially if you're flossy because it sounds horribly violent. What is a new mission type? <laughs> it's a raid. It's, it's a, it's oh, all the, the baddies yes, version indeed. of the... Um, <clears throat> We had yeah. to protect something at a base. Yeah, so it's, it's the other side of defend the mm. settlement or defend yeah, the land and smash. Land and it's yeah. just an excuse for Flossie to shotgun somebody in the face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't shotgun somebody in the face with what a rocket launcher. <laughs> oh, Flossie well, I can in the combat zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got two hands. Jetchuk says Flossie, and yes. Um, anyway, um, so th- there's that. Um, obviously, back up your key bindings, don't moan about things, do report things, read the patch notes, be careful about playing on patch day. And um, then I'm sure. Now, we do- there isn't a Frontier live stream next week, that'll be two weeks' time. So, the next interesting thing you're going to have to hear uh, is probably on uh, Lave Radio that evening, followed up by the much more interesting version on Hutton Orbital Radio on the Thursday. Controversial. Yes. They're much more serious than us and less silly. Well, usually. Um, oh, come on. Not from the people who gave you the store alert song. Yes. 
Um, oh yeah, gotta play that. And as is always the case, do remember that when it comes to patch days and things, <coughs> different does not always equal bad. It may just be you've forgotten how to push the right sequence of buttons in the right order or need to develop a new muscle memory. So um, spend some time, get used to it and enjoy it. And if you find anything really, really funny, tell us because we'd love to broadcast it on next week's show um, because that's so, how we invent our content. Why, why <coughs> would you forget this stuff's invented. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Report our content. Report our content. Oh, of course. Other than that, it is on the hour, which is perfect timing because we all need to disappear and go and carry on. I don't know. Amelia needs to go and watch a film. Yeah. Oh, oh she's not. Amelia yet. might already be watching a film. <laughs> yes. Mm. Or putting um, cream on the sunburn from sitting in it all day. Look, thank you very much. Um, Commander Palantir will be back next week um, spinning the discs and the decks and inserting the seams that I've set a good standard for this evening. Thank you very much to our listener for tuning in, except dead meat, and please wipe your feet <laughs> next time. You've left footprints everywhere. Um, we will be back. Uh, <clears throat> if you've got anything else to say, say it now, boys and girls, before I test this button. Bugger off. No, that's later. That's, that's yeah, next. I know, but... I'm going to go back to exploring. Yeah, I'm going to That's the end of oh. the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Mm. It's, it's, it, it's, it's funny, when David takes it, it's always David. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's always before the song. Yeah. No. Cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere Loading up the teen to the brim with grass Follow the map, follow the map Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Follow the map, follow the map Now everybody sing the hot trucker song To the sun, Swivel likes the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads as well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody else. Follow the map, follow the map. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Follow the map, follow the map. Now everybody sing the Hutton Trucker song. All across the Milky Way We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere
Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?